a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of the truth which is after godliness in hope of eternal life which God that cannot lie promised before the world began but hath in due times manifested his word through preaching which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God our Savior to Titus mine own son after the common faith grace mercy and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ our Savior for this cause left I thee in Crete that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting and ordain elders in every city as I had appointed thee if any be blameless the husband of one wife having faithful children not accused of riot or unruly for a bishop must be blameless as the steward of God not self-willed not soon angry not given to wine no striker not given to filthy lucre but a lover of hospitality a lover of good men sober just holy temperate holding fast the faithful word as he hath been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers for there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers especially they of the circumcision whose mouths must be stopped who subvert whole houses teaching things which they ought not for filthy lucre's sake one of themselves even a prophet of their own said the Cretans are always liars evil beasts slow bellies this witness is true wherefore rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith not giving heed to jewish fables and commandments of men that turn from the truth unto the pure all things are pure but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure but even their mind and conscience is defiled they profess that they know god but in works they deny him being abominable and disobedient and unto every good work reprobate but speak thou the things which become sound doctrine that the aged men be sober grave temperate sound in faith in charity in patience the aged women likewise that they be in behavior as becometh holiness not false accusers not given too much wine teachers of good things that they may teach the young women to be sober 
to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded, in all things showing thyself a pattern of good works and doctrine showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters, and to please them well in all things, not answering again, not purloining, but showing all good fidelity, that they may be that they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice, and envy, hateful, and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they, which have believed in God, might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable, unto men, but avoid foolish questions, and genealogies, and contentions, and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. A man that is an heretic, after the first and second abomination reject, 
knowing that he that is such is subverted and sinneth, being condemned of himself. When I shall send Artemis unto thee, or Tychicus, be diligent to come unto me to Nicopolis, for I have determined there to winter. Bring Zenus, the lawyer, and Apollos on their journey diligently, that nothing be wanting unto them. And let ours also learn to maintain good works for, nece for necessary uses, that they be not unfruitful. All that are with me salute thee. Greet them that love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done, on earth as that is in heaven. Give us this day our bread, and lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. Forgive us our sins, for we have forgiven our debtors. Have us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I feel and know it necessary that reading from the New Testament for this episode would be revitalizing and unnecessary stop off. Before we continue in Genesis, there was a nice little break with that Isaiah and here we are again with the epistle of Paul to Titus and in this we actually read about <coughs> excuse me the duties of elders and deacons pastoral responsibilities when it comes to maintaining, doing maintenance with the church. Reading Paul, a servant of God, a servant of God of God makes a big difference. And an apostle of Jesus Christ according to the faith of God's elect. And the acknowledging of the truth which is after godliness. That's an important step, acknowledging truth, not just the truth that you want to acknowledge, but truth, all of it, seeking it out. It's draining to do this. 
you go through many different rabbit holes and fox holes and eagle's nests over this stuff we call truth. Important to do it because it's after godliness and we have to be truth seekers. Truth speakers. In hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Who was God talking to before the world began? If he was making a promise, that means that there were souls with him before the world began, this pre-mortal existence. And we know that it happened. We can call it pre-mortal existence because when Adam and Eve were in Eden, they were immortal beings. Immortal, with immortality. They needed glory and honor to have eternal life. And they had to go through the trials and tribulations. They had to. To accumulate. Honor and glory. Paired up with the. Immortality that they knew existed. Immortality does. Exist. They learned this through God, revealing this to them. It's interesting that he promised before the world began. And Jesus was paying attention. Through Jesus, the promise was being made. But half in due times manifested his word through preaching. God hath in due times manifested his word, Jesus the Christ, through preaching, which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God our Savior. To Titus, mine own son, after the common faith, grace, mercy, and peace. From God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ our Savior.
For this cause left I thee in Crete, that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting, and ordain elders in every city, as I had appointed thee. Titus was in Crete, where there is not much virtue. And the virtue that was being poured onto Crete was coming through the saints. If any be blameless, if any be blameless, big if, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of riot or unruly, for a bishop must be blameless as the steward of God, not self-willed, not soon angry, not given to wine, no striker, not given to filthy lucre, but a lover of hospitality, a lover of good men, sober, just, holy, temperate, holding fast the faithful word as he hath been taught, that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. By sound doctrine, both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers, a bishop should be capable holding fast the faithful word he should be adept as he hath been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine not by the life you lead not by the passion you possess not by the compassion you have bestowed and given, even broadly, but by sound doctrine is how we can exhort and convince gainsayers. A gainsayer is a multifaceted term. However, we need to be capable of redirecting people's mouths because some of them are doting about questions. That means they love questions. They love to ask questions. They like questions to remain unanswered so they can ask those questions and ask them to many different individuals proving that none know the answer to their question masterfulness. And they are thinking themselves something and are nothing. But we need to beware of gainsayers, not avoid them. Just be ready because they will tell you things that you want to hear. So you do something that they would like you to do.
they also beyond trying to get what they want or doting about questions because it's fun and there's money in questions gainsayers are distracting and they are effective and they are readily available there's plenty of them but they are ineffective when up against sound doctrine and the more that they hear about it and the more they learn about it the more it overtakes them so you can't do it through your passion and you can't do it by your golden life they need the sound doctrine. <clears throat> Excuse me. For there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers, specifically they of the circumcision. Who are they of the circumcision? Is there a group of people of circumcision that are vain talkers, unruly, Deceivers whose mouths must be stopped. These types subvert whole houses, teaching things which they ought not for filthy lucre's sake. And they are looking like productive members of society, and they are gainsayers for filthy lucre's sake, and they want to teach things. And they want to use up your time, which is money. And they want your respect. One of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said, The Cretans are always liars. Evil beasts, slow bellies. This witness is true. Wherefore rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith. We need rebuked. We need exhorted. We need edified. We need convinced. We need Jesus. Not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn from the truth. Commandments of men, they say that they will give you a command and then claim it's for your health. It's for your own good. And when they do that, Turn from the truth. That's what they are doing. They are hoping to turn any under their spell from the truth. However, those 
actions can be utilized by God. Their bad behaviors, he can use that against them. They can fall into a snare. And therefore we can wait. Unto the pure all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. But even their mind and conscience is defiled, seared, corrupted, reprobate. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him being abominable and disobedient, and unto every good work reprobate. I love, unto the pure all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled, and unbelieving. I have defiled myself to a degree, but I am not unbelieving. And there is such thing as purity. And his purity is so pure, it can purify other things. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. And we need more of the truth. The truth is what gives us the drying up of iniquity along with mercy. That also dries up iniquity. But we need to speak truth. We need to seek truth. We need to cleave to Jesus, the truth. And in doing so, we will have a type of sobriety that is near is confusing to people that are drunk on iniquity. The gainsayers are drunk on iniquity. Of course they are. They... want to tell you that there's no way you can defile yourself that everything you do is for your growth every experience you have is actually for your own growth and there's no way you could do that these are the reprobate unto every good work they are reprobate meaning they are going to condemn it and consider it um, unvaluable and they are morally corrupt these reprobates are gainsayers will say that this stuff is not necessary and they'll try to say it with a professorial smart mouth manner where they are sounding like maybe you should listen to them they're gainsayers they can talk you out of sound doctrine and say no to each line. And they will have some silly way of saying no. And some smart, clever way of saying no. And making it sound as if they are intelligent without the sound doctrine. Which is true. 
they are intelligent without the sound doctrine, but they will try to make it as if they are intelligent without it. Why do they even, that's what's stupid, is that they will try to make it seem like they got by fine without the sound doctrine. They are intelligent and capable without the sound doctrine. Well, why even bring it up? It's because they don't know it, and they're trying to sound smart about not knowing it. And if they stay that way, that's when they are truly go from gainsayer to reprobate, and they are self-condemned. Excuse me. But speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. But speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. Not speak thou the things becoming of sound doctrine. Not speak thou the things which are becoming of sound doctrine. It says plainly, but speak thou the things, it reads this, but speak thou the things which become sound doctrine, that the aged men be sober. Why are the aged men unsober? How are they unsober? What is causing the drunken state? Sound doctrine helps them be sober. Speaking the things which become sound doctrine make a man become sober. Grave. Taking things seriously. Temperate. Upset about wrong, but not quick to anger, not quick to lay hands on a man. Sound in faith. Let that sink in. In charity. In patience. Sound doctrine brings forth charity and patience out of an individual. The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness. Not false accusers, not given too much wine. So wine is acceptable, not too much. Teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober. How... Is it that someone can be not given too much wine, not given over to it, but then go on to teach 
others to be sober. It is not in drinking that we become spiritually drunk. It is in drinking iniquity that we become truly drunken. A type of drunkenness that doesn't wear off because of this iniquity. We can drink wine and not become drunken by it, depending on how much you drink and how you let it be applied. It says here, it reads right here that women are to cultivate love of their husbands, even if they have reasons to hate them. Even if you have reason to hate your husband, even if you don't have reason to hate your husband, but you hate him. The sound doctrine will help you cultivate love for the man. And love to love the children. Love of the, loving the children can come through the sound doctrine. You decrease sound doctrine, loving the children stops, and then you're just going to be things like proud of them. And they're going to buy it. And they're going to go, oh, at least they're proud of me. Then shame on you for teaching your children to walk into a snare. Shame that should not be removed unless you go get cleaned by Jesus. We need to be mindful of what this scripture says. It says it very plainly here that we can drink a little bit. A bishop is not given to wine. No striker, not given to filthy lucre, not self-willed, not soon angry, husband of one wife. This implies that men can have multiple women. This occurs. Men can have an interest in multiple women, and those women could respond to that man. This happens regularly. In fact, but a lot of times it's done in vain. It's done in lust and hurtful lusts. But it can be done righteously through the Lord Jesus Christ. Only can it be done righteously that way. Sound doctrine must be involved or else it's just pure, unpure. <clears throat> However, it can still be ordained as a temporal blessing 
and therefore it's pure. And what you wanted, and he can make it to where it's a temporal blessing, and it's that's all the blessing you get. And then it was good because you got what you wanted, and and you felt provided for. And he provides rain for the unbelieving and for the believing. He provides sunshine for the believing and the unbelieving. He provides shelter for the believing and the unbelieving. He provides love for the believing and the unbelieving. The young women need to be discreet. The older women need to be discreet. The older men need to be discreet. The younger men need to be discreet. I'm going to go back here because some of this here is written for the clergy on how the clergy should look. And some of this is the conduct of elders and just Christian conduct. This is the doctrine for how we can behave. So that means chaste, the law of chastity, is something we should take seriously. That means don't be a fornication expert. Don't be outside of wedlock making your way with all the women you get an opportunity to do that with sexually because you're you're missing out you think you're all in you are less in than you realize the pleasure you miss out on I wouldn't tell you about it I would just say you're missing out Keepers at home. Women should be keepers at home. Not keepers out in the world. Tending to worldly things. But at home. Tending to home matters. Keepers at home. Good. He says and offers that we can be counted as good. It says right here good. That can be done through him somehow. Obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Be obedient to your husbands. Women. Some people read that and say, that means one. Obedient to their own husbands. Read it. Translate it how you want to. There is a correct way to look at this. And polygamy is not something that the Lord goes, I want that to be nothing and done away with. He keeps polygamists in his kingdom. End of story. Beginning of another story. Young men. Likewise, exhort to be sober-minded. Sober-minded. You're allowed to have alcohol in your belly. The correct amount. 
It might even aid with your mind in the sobriety therein. In all things showing thyself a pattern of good works in doctrine. A pattern of good works in doctrine. Showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity. Where are you going to get good works? By being in doctrine and letting your heart be changed. That's how you're going to be doing a good work. And he's going to see humilities. And he's going to add to you something. Very nice. So in all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works, colon, in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, comma, gravity, comma, sincerity, comma, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. That's something people can have shame because they realize, I can't even say an evil thing about this person. Then they have shame. That is because of being a transgressor against the Father, having gained enmity with God into one's life. You don't want to gain enmity with God. Subtract enmity with God from your life. It's the way for peace. Great peace in Epic moments of joy from sitting still and feeling him pour something on you that you just can't get anywhere else. Nothing compares to feeling the spirit whelm you and envelop you. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters and to please them well in all things, not answering again, not purloining, but showing all good fidelity, that they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things. Adorn the doctrine of God our Savior. Put it on yourself. That's what that means. Put the doctrine of God our Savior in all things that you are a part of. Little children, do not be purloining against your parents, nor you servants do that against a master. It's wrong. Do not misappropriate their things talking to the servants and to the children do not misappropriate the things which do not belong to you because you feel like you're getting some kind of justice or that they needed that kind of entreatment That is not going to help you. Treat your parents with fidelity. Children, be subservient to your mothers. 
be willing to help out and aid. Sit still is aid. Be relaxed. By sitting still and waiting. Waiting through thoughts and feelings. Waiting through what we call boredom. Defeating boredom with things that are interesting like sound doctrine that can be read and consumed regularly. Regularly consume the sound doctrine. Mm-hmm. Don't misappropriate your parents' time. Servants don't misappropriate your master's time. That would be purloining too. It's a type of stealing and misappropriating through contempt. You can break trust. And that would be a way of purloining. So don't do that. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly. How do you get sobriety? By denying worldly lusts and ungodliness. If you're in ungodliness and you are in worldly lusts and you are not drinking drugs or eating drugs or smoking drugs, you are still drunk. You're not sober if you're in ungodliness and in worldly lusts, you're drunk. So don't try to tell other people what they should be doing. If you're all pride about stuff, proud of all these things and in pride and you're envying what other people have, you're drunk. Don't be trying to control what other people feel and think when you're drunk. Righteously and godly it comes through denying worldly lusts and denying ungodliness. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Where do good works come from? Being in doctrine, showing uncorruptness. How does that work? By becoming less corrupt. By removing the things which cause you to be corrupt. If it's a corrupt group of people, stop hanging out with them. Go elsewhere. Gravity, that means looking at things of importance and really considering their importance and then applying your hand in sincerity because you really want to be a part of it. 
Don't do it to go through motions. Don't do this to go through some motions that people accept you. You should just go ahead and be worldly then and go learn a lesson from backsliding and go learn something. Go ahead. But I tell you, don't be going through the motions with with your family and your fellow quote-unquote fellow Christians when you're not really in it. You'd be better off being honest to God and showing him that you're a worldly person to the bone and if you really want that to stop you're going to need his mercy and his truth and you're going to need to apply mercy and truth in your own life. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee with all authority. How do you get this authority? Through Jesus. He's the way. He's the truth. He's how you have the way to rebuke with all authority. We need to rebuke with all authority because that's what people respect. And sometimes we have to use the means of the law to rebuke someone. And they might think, oh, you're going to use the law on me? Yes. With all authority, you are rebuked, including the law. I've had to be rebuked with including the law before. It's necessary and good for men to be rebuked if they need it that way. Excuse me. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers to obey magistrates. Well, let's go back over here where it says in verse 14, not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men. And then back over where I just read, to verse 1, chapter 3 of Titus, put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers to obey magistrates. Now, pause, go back over to chapter 1, verse 14, not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men. So which is it? Do not give heed to the commandments of men. You'll be offending God. So over here where it says, put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers to obey magistrates. Jesus says that we are wrestling with principalities and powers of darkness and that with spiritual wickedness in high places like magistrates. He says we're struggling with them. So to obey them and to be subject to them. No, you're subject to Jesus Christ. This is a scribe right here. This is a lie. You are a subject to the Most High, Jesus Christ. You are not a subject to principalities. You wrestle with those. That's the right way. And powers, yeah, we wrestle with powers. And obey magistrates, oh no, oh no. They are servants. Magistrates are servants. They will be obeying. They will be the ones who obey. To be ready to every good work. To speak evil of no man, 
to be no brawlers. This is what he wants from us. Now he will give a man kung fu power and other things. Gun power, you name it, if that's what he has to use. If that's the option. But he does want us to be not brawling with one another. He wants us to be gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. All meekness. That is a powerful phrase. How do we accomplish all meekness? This is a life pursuit of a good life. All meekness means we get good at being soft unto all men, not being hard towards them. Soft in the heart, soft in the tongue, soft in the eyes. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy. Just drunk, 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 wrongly drunk, hateful, and hating one another. But after that, but after that, even after all that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared not by the works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. That being judged by his grace, justified, excuse me, that being justified by his grace, just as now I've read justified by faith, I've read justified by his grace, which is it? His grace is the correct answer. Your faith is not good enough. Jesus's faithfulness is good enough. Your faith is not good enough. His grace shall justify you. He will give you the mouth to speak when he needs to give you a mouth to speak when you're delivered up to a judge as well. You're not going to take heed for what you would say if you're ever delivered up to a judge. You just keep meditating, honing it back to Jesus Christ, knowing that he will give you a mouth to speak. You may even let the judge be your mouth, and that judge could take real good care of you. So you just let the Lord give you a mouth. That being justified by His grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God 
might be careful to maintain good works. Where did the good works come from? In doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech. In doctrine, not out of doctrine, in it, submerged within the sound doctrine. These things are good and profitable unto men. But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. Knowing that he that is such as subverted and sinneth being condemned of himself, being condemned of the self, this is what we can accomplish. We do not want to do that. We need to submerge ourselves in the doctrine that is sound and he will call you and you will hear him. You'll be meditating one night and he'll call you and you'll be excited and scared and happy and wow. Let him call you. Be still. Be still when you are resting and try to cleave to the name Jesus as much as you can and sometimes you'll be tired from work and from trying to cleave to him with everything you got and then you'll be resting there and when you're not searching for him love calls